Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Robot building supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. He wouldn't know one end of the horse from no, the I other. Do. No, out of Barrier 14, <laughs> yeah. Gold Trip. And what you've got to do, you've got to get on Gold Trip out of Barrier 14. Number one, Mark Zahara. Zara. Is that right? Zara. Mark Zara, mate. That's what I said. You said Mark Zahara. But then I corrected myself. Yeah, you did. You tipped it. It's your tip. Uh, you tipped it with Millsy. You can't even one. remember that you tipped it. That is the one I tipped. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that's Please. true. Andrew, the accurate one, guys. Thank Sometimes you. needs a little bit of prompting and reminding that he is actually Thank the accurate you. one. But you heard it here first, folks. Others tried mm. to jump on, you know, more, some, some with allegedly more... Uh, racing credibility, yeah, more qualifications. Decided that uh, they would follow you in, but you, you were the one. You before Tags, before yes. Jared, before um, mm. before any of them, before right. Cam, Luke, before any of them. Tipped Sometimes, Andy, you're born with a gift to read a bit oh, of form. Mate. You just take in a bit of information here or there, and then you make a decision. Now, often. I'll have some sort of a little bit of each way bet with some of my decisions. <laughs> On this one, I was there. I was to the point. I picked a horse. The horse won. Thank you. And did you back it? No. Right. Okay. No, I, I didn't. I won 250,000. No, I have. Oh, I hopefully, had a, I have. hopefully had a good day, folks. I'll tell you who did back it, though. My well, do- done, well done to all connections. My daughter, the, the um, better which is probably in conflict to Hunter. one of our sponsors. Better had this uh, promotion going on, 100 to 1 on every horse. Oh, yeah. And it worked because my daughter, as a bit like me, would not bet on the sun coming up. But with those types of very, very tasty odds, she said, I'll download the app and I will put $2 on well, it. Well, they've got her. Bang, put the $2 on it. Now she's won, and I'm worried that this might have created a problem. That's all. It's all it takes. Two hundred bucks. She's won. Yeah. Two hundred jumps in, love. Two hundred. My first. Can Can you remember the first horse you ever backed at one? Two hundred with your own money. Can you remember the first horse you ever backed with your own money that won? No. Oh. I'm sure I had a bet before the '82 Melbourne Cup, mm. but I distinctly remember back. It was '82. Gurners Lane. Leland, oh, Gurners Lane. Okay. Mickey Dittman. Mm-hmm. I remember distinctly backing it, right. and uh, it was surely and riding it home. Oh yeah, he came up, mm. weaved his path up on the inside, and, and lost the silk 
cap. Yes. He only had the, the crash helmet on. Mm. Magnificent ride by, uh, by, by Dittman, the enforcer, was mm. his nickname. Anyway, uh, if you can remember the first horse you ever backed and did it light a fire. Chris, is that is he related to? 367, 367, Chris Dittmar. Yeah. Dittmar and Dittman. Not the same? It's a different name. Yeah. Mate. It's a very so. different name. Right. Uh, Corey Homicide Williams today is on the show. Harrison Crowe is going to join us. The kid we spoke about in Pox and Rocks yes. on Monday. The kid won the Asia Pacific Amateur Championship. He'll join us in the first half hour. Um, there's a load to get through. It's the first, it's the new uh, wave of the run home and sports day beginning today. A new order. Good combination. Here on 1116 SEN and our affiliates. Uh, from 5.30 this mm. afternoon, we are off. Is the A-team of the uh, well, sports all, today they're, coming They're in? all A-teams. Of course they are. But but Cornsy's away at the moment. He'll right. be the regular. So it's regularly mm. going to be uh, Kane Corns and Jared Healy. But Cornsy's away. So uh, Brad Johnson oh. uh, will be kicking off with uh, with G Healy today. So Fantastic. Uh, we've got half an hour less, which will be good news for some and uh, not good news for others. But that's mm. okay. We're here to keep everyone happy. The best oh, we, we possibly can. We might just have to just do a little extra podcast or something so people can get their three David Gowers <laughs> of uh, our show. I wouldn't have thought so. No? Okay. Uh, get involved. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Send through your temper mm. text. 40 Winks temper texts. 0433981116. Significant game of cricket going on here. Uh, Zimbabwe up against the Netherlands. Zimbabwe, if they've got any chance. Still a of, chance. They're a sneaky chance of qualifying. So they're going to have a big win here today uh, against the Netherlands to give themselves a chance. They need a couple of things to go their way. Do they? Uh, Well, they're they're playing their fourth game. So they've got two games left in this group. Yeah, that's right. So if they win here... Then they need another. I've got this... I thought they needed a win here. And if they just won their last one, and you're right, they might need... I I think they do because their run rates... Yeah, their run rates not where they want it to be. So they've got South Africa, India and Bangladesh ahead of them. Uh, on points, so five four four. The Zimbabweans are on three, and there they've got a well. Their run rate's actually better than Bangladesh. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't think they needed to. I just think if they win their last two, they they they're a chance. Well, well, they are. They need to win their last two to give themselves a chance. So we are having a violent agreement here. Okay, if they they're win, not, they're not certain. They're not guaranteed they, no if chance. they win. Okay. No, no, no. So, right. so okay. India play Bangladesh tonight. It's it's a veritable. Well, you, I'm not going to say it's an. It's actually. Uh, an elimination final, but it's close to it. Mm. I tell you what, we're in a spot of bother. We are. We in are now in a spot of bother. A challenge. Yeah, we we've got to really go in there, and we've actually had a debate. And I'm still, I didn't debate it hardly, you know, with great intensity with you because I I just really don't know. But I understand that you can your run rate can improve. To use my terminology, mm. normally uh, defensively or offensively. So battle bowling. Batting yeah. or bowling. Yeah. I, I understand that. But but I would believe that the nature of the game, the way in which the game is uh, played, mm-hmm. that you have a better chance to increasing your run rate by with the bat. So now I know you still got to get them out cheaply. I understand that. But you've but if you whack up two hundred plus, yep. so bat first rather than trying to um bowl. Mm-hmm. And then you only get the opportunity to chase down a small number. Now, you'd have to get it really, really quickly. Quickly, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I understand that. And that's that, the advantage of batting second. You know what the number is. True, but... You've got to get the runs in 7.4 overs. True. But, or whatever it might be. But it's a combination of yeah, both, yeah, no that, matter what you do. So but I'm just talking yeah, about the nature of yeah, the yeah, game yeah, yeah, and the yeah. way it's played. Yeah. Is that 
I think I'd take the odds of well, let's just whack up. Let's a get a score and then knock score. them over quick. That's what I'm thinking, but yeah. I don't. I don't well, know ma- it well mathem- enough. Mathematically, mm. it, the system will be designed to take uh, either reality into account equally. Of course, yes. but but the reality of how the game's played and yeah. the 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 it's all it's been built to encourage. Um, Hitting, it's been built to encourage mm. big hitting mm-hmm. and big scores. So but no, that doesn't. No, all of that doesn't matter. None of that matters. No, I but think. I'm just saying it's harder to to defend than it is to. Oh, to there's score. no doubt about that. So yeah, I agree with that. So yeah, 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 on that's... that basis, get out there, please. Whack up a couple of hunch, come in, skittle them over for bugger all. Yep, we're in. Well, that's a, that's a blue we made the other night against the Irish. Mm. We, we shot ourselves in the foot. We had them five for twenty five. And let them off the hook to make uh, what mm. was it, 137 in the end. So that that's where our run rate copped a kicking. Now yes. we've got to beat Afghanistan pretty comfortably, and then we've got to hope that Sri Lanka can mm. stay with England right to the wire in that one. So we're in a bit of a pickle. And Finchie's got the hamstring, so we're not quite sure who's going to captain the joint. There are about six captains out there the other night when mm. he was unavailable. Mm-hmm. They're all waving their hands around and pointing here, there, and everywhere. Mm. So we've got to sort that out. Yes. Still, I think it looks like Matthew Wade will be formally given the job, I think. Well, I think beyond formally, he'll be given the job. Yeah. Now, what type of uh, relationship or – Well, like what are you, you say. What are you saying? I'm only saying on the basis what of saying? what you said, but that everyone's waving their hands yeah, around. Who more than anyone else? You were else? suggesting, who not Who more me. than anyone else? Well, I think the bloke that's under a bit of a cloud about whether or not he can get – some sort of senior role is the you one think, that you think Davey enjoys it when he's got a chance to. <laughs> well, you're the make one that said moves. it, Andy. Don't try and throw it into me. You're, no, the, you're one, the one saying it now. You're like, the one that said he waved his hands around a lot. <laughs> I think Dave Warner enjoys the idea of being captain, and I think he'd like to be captain, and that's good. You mm. should be aspirational, shouldn't yes. you? Well, hey, of course. John's in St Kilda. I think you might want to talk about what happened uh, on. On well, you know, yep. Saturday or on Cup Day? I'm not quite sure which day it is, in fact. But, Johnny, welcome to the program, mate. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. I hope you're both well. Gentlemen, I've got a pox in the rocks for the Spring Carnival. I'll get the pox out of the way because the rocks is ridiculous. Is sure? A pox... No, it's not. Shush. A pox is oh. Channel 7 and Channel 10 both having the racing, and you've got to go between channels to watch the carnival. Right. That's really silly. Yes. Keep sorting out. Now, the rocks... The Roxy's maybe why I'm John. Thank you, Andrew Gage. <laughs> we're sitting on the decking on. We're sitting on yes. the decking Saturday, having a bit of a, having a bit of a punt. Yes. And my my eldest daughter decided to have a box first four. She used a twenty dollar yep. bonus bet from her account. Yep. And added four dollars. I gave her. I wish I would. And fangirl, and she added a pretty colour and a nice name to it. <laughs> yes. So she, she had that for a whole unit. Yes. The, the first four got up. Hmm. Well, she won. Changed, changed, changed her life. She <laughs> paid yes. fifty-nine thousand dollars, gentlemen. No what? way. Fifty-nine grand. You're joking. And she, well, she had the unit. She's picked up fifty-nine large. Correct. Oh, oh my God. That is outstanding. Oh, See, that's the stuff you that love. Is a, that's she's the stuff you love. She's picked on colours and nice names. Yep, that's what my missus mm. and her sister. Darby Thanks, Day. Short. I mean, about, uh, Johnny. I mean, a, Phil, Johnny, Phil, Johnny, it is, him. Whoever you want to go. Darby with. Day four yes. years ago, before COVID knocked us out. Mm. Uh, the Maya Classic, the Mayor's yes. race. 
They did the same thing, pick three, mm. put it in a box trifecta. Yes. After the race, Andy and I, the brother-in-law, we're sort mm. of going, we'd both back the winner and we'd, we'd had a collect yes. in the race and we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. They told us, they're going, oh, I think we've got the trifecta. We go, what are you talking about? 16 to 1, 25 to 1, 8 to 1 were the first three across the line. Mm. Uh, I think we've got the trifecta. What are you talking about? Give me a look at your ticket. Oh, my God. They They've got the box trifecta. trifecta. Hang on, hang on. How They've much? They've got it 380%. They've taken it nearly four times. The trifecta paid four grand. 16 jumps in. Thank you very much. <laughs> 16. And you know the great thing that happens when you're on course? What? You go to the window. Sorry, we can't give you all the cash. So they give you like two grand's worth in cash and they write the rest out in a check. Perfect. Magnificent. That's a great 16. day. 16. Happy days. Well hey, done, Sean well, John, know, Mark, Mark, Sean John. And uh, Mark, you're going. We had a sweep on Oh, Monday. yes, we did. Yes, we did. And Cam has, was, Cam has uh, jumped on the temper text machine because they. Well done, Cameron's son. And just wanted to know, well, what's going on? What have I actually won? You've won a bouquet of prizes. Um, but um, we'll the be in touch. Ho- the 18 holes of golf at Club Mandalay. Yes. The CBCO slab. Um, the Signet, Signet Boost Power Bank and Millsy's mm-hmm. book. And the book, signed. Rob, Rob, Rob Mills' book. So I think we've got a copy of that somewhere. Certainly we did have. Hopefully Julio uh, made special mention of that somewhere. But and Cam, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get in touch with you. Well done, Cameron. And we, we will congrat- congratulate you. And most importantly, well, we are congratulating we'll you come to a, some type of arrangement and how we can pass on those wonderful, wonderful prizes. Mark is in Mattingly. First horse you ever you at all. Oh, come on, Keith. I'm not well, mate. What the? <laughs> I'm not well. Well, you, you're only. You no, were I'm a, not well. I'm off the. You're a game today. day decision. Oh, mate. I you sh- were a game day decision, Honestly, and you sh- fought fought through. Shouldn't be you know, tremendously. If I'm still ticking at five thirty, it's a miracle. Bubba had a belly ache. Oh, oh. poor Bubba. <laughs> Mark, can you remember okay, the first Bubba? horse you successfully <laughs> wagered on? Rub. <laughs> You're right there, Rainer. You're feeling okay, mate. Oh, oh, I've been better, okay. better, I give mate. him a belly rub. I've been better, mate. <laughs> uh, Marky Mark, what do you got for us? Uh, well, I'm going back a fair way. Mm. 1979. I was just showing my 18th birthday. It was Melbourne Cup day. And uh, I took a Cronulla, one of my first bets. And oh, the great Roy Higgins nice. and Harry White, yep. high, high, Salamander and High Perno, oh. and it out. To the line. <laughs> One of the great Melbourne Cups, two of the great jockeys, and that was if. Mm. How think, much jumped in, Mark? Oh, you know, I'm going back 40 odd years ago, Gazy. Mm. Mm. I reckon I probably, just for a $5 bet, I might have picked up, I don't know, 70 bucks for a $5 bet back then. Uh, back right, right now, that's about 28000 That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say exactly oh, the same figure. Yes, I was. <laughs> Well done, you, Marcus. Steve's, and I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for your concern. Steve's in Sunbury. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the program. Well, uh, yeah, thank you. I've got some, something special to say, which hasn't been spoken about since the day. Mm-hmm. When uh, Maccabi Diva won her third in a row, mm, yes. Lee Friedman made a specific statement in the media, and he said, quote this, go and find the smallest child on this course because that will be the only person who lives long enough to see this uh, again. Yep. And on page two of the age, the following day, myself and my four-year-old nephew, all dressed up with a hat, <laughs> was, was photographed at the finishing post Beautiful. as the youngest child on course. Beautiful. And I would love for <laughs> us to be put in contact with the Freedman family and the Cobbett Eva Free for a photograph with the horse. Well, well, there's wonder, a challenge. Yeah, um, somebody. Um, I know Sam Friedman is an occasional listener to the program. Mm. 
So, Sam, if the, oh, he's probably a bit busy at the moment. He's got his hands full over the spring carnival. Oh, but someone related to the Someone Freedmen. in the Freedmen's might, yes. um, remember, might have heard this right now, Steve, and if they have, uh, hopefully this is the phone call to trigger something like that happening. But uh, what a magnificent moment in time to be part of, and uh, it'd be fantastic if we could eventually... Where Maccabi Dover is these days? Where is she? Does anyone know? Uh, I don't know. Is she still with us? I think she... Mm. But do you, do you agree that uh, it's, we're probably not going to see that again in our lifetime? Three in a row? Yeah. No, nah, never happen. Never, ever. No chance. Ever again? No, sir. No, that's not true. It's, it's, it will happen. It surely. won't happen again. Why? Because the the race is... Too hard. Yeah, too hard, mate. Too hard, yeah. Well, you never know. It happened once. Well, you never could, know. No, that's true. You never know, Andy. Oh, you should never say never. Well, let's just live in hope. Well, Winks won four Cox Plates in a row. Well, there you go. She won four in a row, didn't she? Four in a row. Yeah. At least. Extraordinary. Carol's mm. in Devon Meadows. Carol, welcome to the program. Hello. Um, back in 1972, um, I was still in Hobart, and um, the I was going with a chap that worked at Ansett. Mm. And I was coming to Melbourne on holidays, mm-hmm. and the workers all put together their money because there was no TAB. Right. And they said, can you take this money across and put it on the Tasmanian horse, I think it was Piping Lane. Piping Lane, indeed. Because yeah, you couldn't get anything with the bookies over there. Everybody had their money on it. So I brought it over. My first had to find out where a TAB was, ask directions, then had to be handheld. How do I put money on? Mm. Handed over the money. Then I had to buy two suitcases mm. and carry two suitcases full of cash back. What? Um, the answered employees organised for it to be carried back in the pilot. How locker. much was in there? Um, I've got no idea. Have a guess. Um, what was it, like, what, 30, 40, well, 50 grand? Had, we would have, had to have, would have had to have been tens of thousands of dollars because it was all in 20s. In 1972, what happened to the uh, cash, Carol? Do you know yeah. where it, yeah? Well, it all went back to the employees at Ansett. They all split it up, however much each of them had put in. They got back whatever. Oh, there's a lovely... lot of them bought new cars. Yeah, Jeez. lovely Some story. Yeah, and yeah, put mortgages on house, um, deposits on houses, and that. Well, so there you go. I that mean, was my mm. first experience at the TAB. Good on you, Carol. That's a bloody beautiful story. And hopefully, the weekend with your fella back then went well as well. Mm. You know, like coming over to Melbourne of from. Hobart, we're doing a couple of, you know, plans. To, outside of the races, I mean. Of course. 26 past time, three, just remembering, you know, the, the first punt we ever had. Uh, first the punt you ever had based on lunch. all uh, of that. John or wherever he was from North Dandenong. Mm. World's your oyster, really. Uh, talking about his daughter. Young. The young Dale on the arm. And your daughter. Your daughter, calling No, it was Annie. Yeah. She's the conservative one. 21 to bet her, yeah. Court's always, she bets what I'm saying. No, I'm trying to encourage her. Dad, I'm betting $1. So starts at one dollar. That's that's my point, Andy. Starts at one Keith. No, she's very responsible. Zimbabwe throwing the bat at absolutely everything here against the Netherlands before we get back to some calls. Uh absolutely they've clearly got it in their mind. They have to go out there and hit every ball to the boundary. And in the end they're two for about twenty off five or six overs here. So they've started very, very poorly. Yep. In a game that means the world to them if they are holding hopes of uh, here it is, two for twenty. Our ball to go, and that's oh, that's, yep, that's plumb. That Raise plumb, your finger, son. Yes. There it is, on your way. LB, Ta-da, Chewbacca, you're gone. Five for, they, they're three for they're three for twenty. Don't even appeal that. It's taking middle and league out. They're going to go upstairs. It, well, no, they're not. Just that in from plumb. Arden Street, Jared Pollock delisted. 
Oh, what a tumultuous really? time he's had of it, had had of it in the last four or five delisted, years. Delisted uh, with because sometimes they delist them and say, "Well, this is just a technicality." We nah, don't re- get, nah. rookie list them or whatever it is. Yeah, don't, I don't know about that one. So uh, we'll wait and see what his future looks like. But big money ticket was a good player that just never settled, did he? When he left when he left Port Adelaide, so. Uh, Polek delisted on Alistair Clarkson's first day in charge, officially at Arden Street. Uh, Nick's in West Footscray. Good afternoon to you, mate. How are you, boys? Good, thank, thank you. Good, thank you. That's all right. Just on uh, the best one I've ever backed was 1991. Yeah. I was at uh, the Cox Plate, and I was there with a couple of Ballarat boys. I think one of them was... Um, Oh, Val Perovic, who played at Carlton. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, and I remember watching a son of a a son of a bookmaker race past us, and he's gone and laid a bet. I could see what he was doing, and I found out it was um because the I think the unbackable horse there was Cogitate, and there was money going on to this horse called Surfers Paradise. Oh, yes. So we all back to the hill. And, yeah, so I think we all left half of it at the Chevron that night. <laughs> that's right after the race. that's what Chevron. you're supposed to do, Nick. But uh, a night, a, a good night had by all. Uh, good story. Pete's in North Bourwin. A couple more of these before we get a wriggle. And hello, Peter. G'day, boys. I'll, uh, I'll preface this by saying, obviously, it was a different era where uh, a sneaky underage gamble was turned a bit of an eye towards. <laughs> well, yeah, but Australia was a different country back in those days, Pete. It was mid nineties. I was actually uh, on a week away up at the RS, and half the male track and field team had taken this sixteen-year-old boy, being myself, to the tab, Belcon and Tab at uh, Newmarket Handicap Bay, and uh, all our mob, for whatever reason, uh, took my fancy and uh, ten bucks each way, two hundred in the kick. Thanks for coming. I've talked ever since. Was Simon Marshall on board at that day? I reckon it might. I, I reckon think he might have been. He, he rode that horse beautifully. What was your uh, discipline, Nick? What was the uh, uh, Pete? What was your sport? I was a four hundred hurdler in another another age. Nice. I couldn't run out of sight in a dark night these days. How did you, <laughs> what was uh, what was your? Where did you get to when you were at your peak? Uh, I was qualified for an Olympics, but didn't make the team. It was a very strong um, event. In the, the days of Ron Robinson, Zed Abu Hamid, uh, Matty Beckenham, yeah. Lee Young. So yeah, it was pretty hard to get a great energy there. Yeah, my word. Oh, well, mate, thanks for giving us a call and uh, thanks for reminding me of all our mob. We might have been on it on the same day, I reckon. Uh, all the best to you. Peter, another Peter's on the road uh, before we get to the news. G'day, Peter. Good afternoon, Andy. Um, a bit like you, Andy Ma. My first bet was Gurners Lane because oh, I was yeah. reading the form guide as a 16-year-old yes. on the Tuesday morning. Yes. And uh, I said, Mum, anything you like here? Started calling out the names. And she goes, oh, I live in Gurners Street. I went, okay, I'll back Gurners Lane. There you go. And can, Andy Mark, can you refresh me when what a nuisance one? What year? 80, I'm going to say 84 off the top of my head. Yeah, I reckon 84 because um, I reckon that week the old man was a bit toey with Mum. Oh, hello. He kept calling me. Dad, you're such a nuisance. Leo, go away. What a bloody nuisance you are. Go away, you nuisance. And I thought, same day, Tuesday morning, Mum, what do you like? And I said, start him and ask him. Yeah, Don't no, tell right. him, Mum. <laughs> hey, Pete. Yep, spring, spring was in the air. Hey, Pete, you know the Gurners Street that you're talking about? Was that the Gurners in St Kilda? No, I think she was uh, Bansdale's ah, railway. Okay. There you go. So a fair way away, about four, 300 kilometres away from no, here. No, I'm just... No, yeah, no, no I'm a good question. Had a, a, uh, 
a house in Gurner Street in, in St Kilda. Well, yeah. I went to school with a bloke called Mickey Gurner, in case that means anything to you. just incredible. It's Gurner's all over oh, the place. fantastic. It's it an interesting story. Isn't it? Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Give us a call. Tell us the name of people you went to school with. <laughs> no. Don't do that. Uh, 29 no. minutes to four. Uh, Harry and Alex, we'll get to you on the other side of the rate. Harrison Crow, whose life... Potentially, well, it's changed anyway after winning the Australian Pacific Amateur Championship on Sunday over there in Thailand. It could change uh, hey, dramatically. It is. And, and a little tease here. Let's not forget, it's Wednesday. It's oh, yes. quiz day. Out of five o'clock. Quiz day. The quiz. Out of five. And we've tweaked the rules ever so slightly. I don't know what the rules are now, but you're in charge and that's all that matters. So the quiz out of five right. today. Thank you. Nice work, Stone Cold. Before we get back to our callers... Um, just on that, Jared Pollack news, in case you've just joined us, delisted from the Kangaroos, signed a five-year, $3.5 million contract in 2018, Jared Pollock. So his days, you would think, as a Kanga are done. Just before we get back to our callers, Kenny Williams, um, the famous old South Melbourne supporter who you know used yes. to position himself behind the goals and the white hair, he became you know, synonymous with the Swans, yep. didn't he? And uh, for a long time, down in the rooms, became much loved by the footy club, uh, and by the players, uh, has passed away after a very, very strong innings, Kenny Williams. So our thoughts with the Williams family. It occurred to me this morning, Sydney, the SCG is you know famous for its statues. There's Yabba on the hill. They've got a beautiful statue of him there. And if you walk into the SCG, like the MCG here in the Yarra Park Precinct, there's beautiful statues all over the place. Mm. Um, this bloke's worthy of a statue. A statue. He's worthy of a little statue, either maybe one right behind the goals, just a little Kenny statue mm. behind the goals in one of his famous modes. I think he's right worthy on the of. Fence. I think he's worthy of very significant recognition. A statue is a. That's a big it. ticket item. I, my word, it is, mate. Mm. But Kenny Williams just is to big, sort of represent the fans. Well, Yabba was a fan. Yep. Yabba was a fan. You know, he was. He used to sit up there and was mm. became world famous for his Yabberisms. The yep. one liners he used to hurl, particularly in English visiting English cricketers, but I would have thought that Kenny Williams has become... The SCG now is um, as well-known for the Swannies as it is for no, any I'm of the cricket not. teams that play there. I think you're making some very valid I points. I think it's worth... That it's Whether they do something there or down in the players' rooms or something, mm. I reckon this bloke... And I'm I'm sort of surprised that I was moved to sort of think about this because... Mm. But he's been... He's made a significant contribution to... As a fan? Yeah, I think so. And they've clearly taken him, mm. you know, to their heart as a footy club. Well, I don't know if there's too many more iconic fans around. Not uh, many. Not many. That, have, that for such a long period of time over generations... And... and have, have, have through thick and thin, faith. mate. Yes, through thick exactly. and thin. Like, he wasn't always there. No. When, he wasn't there just he when they were flying. He uh, Remember Tony Lockett almost oh, killed him? When he drove that ball, yeah, and it gave him. him the stink eye. That's it. After he missed him, <laughs> so he's uh, he's had to endure some uh, challenges along the way when his club wasn't well, going all that well. Well, thankfully Tony missed him. Well, that too. Yes, Harry's in one turner. Good afternoon to you, H. Good day, Raider. We haven't spoken since we talked about tender hooks a while back. Oh, Harry, that's a long time ago. It is a long time ago, and thank you very much for the prize at the end of the week. It was very gratefully received. No, we're, we're more grateful for you calling in, Harry, and still being with us. So uh, give us your, give us your, your uh, favourite early punting story that you remember. Well, it's not so much an early punting story. It's an accidental punting story. Right? Picture right. Derby Day, just gone Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, sit, sitting in the study, putting on a quaddy, and... 
the Dale walks past and I said, look, there's four races left, six, seven, eight and nine. Pick out a three-horse box trifecta oh. and, and I'll put them on for you mm. for, for $6, right? Yep. So she duly marks out uh, three horses in each race. And in race six, she picked out two, 15, 16. And I duly put that on, $6, yep, presenter, away we go. And then I realised I've been putting the quaddy on and the system's still stuck on race nine. Okay. Now, I ended up, I had to put on five three-horse box trifectas for her because of the mistake. And? As for a as for a duly bolts in yes. in race nine with two of the roughest things that's ever run on a racetrack. She got Sandra's it. Sandra's got the trifecta. Oh. And one thousand nine hundred thirty-two dollars. Thank you very much. Bang. These are the great stories. We love a bit of an accidental triumph on the track. It's magnificent. Mm. Harry, great to hear your voice again. Hey, Alex and Darren, don't go anywhere. Harry, Harrison Crow to join us on the other side of the break as well. It's twenty-one minutes. Uh, two four. It is the run home for robot building supplies and Berwick BMW pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. So Shags, on the weekend we had on yes. the DP World Tour there was the Portugal Open. On the PGA Tour there was the Bermuda Championship, mm-hmm. and Live of course had its tour finals uh, underway. Yep. None of those three tournaments was the biggest golf tournament played on planet Earth on the weekend. Well, no, no, they might have been big money and more well-known players. Right. Obviously, that is a given. But the biggest golf tournament was an amateur golf tournament on the weekend played in Thailand, the Asia-Pacific Amateur Championship. And it was magnificently won in a gritty, full of ticker, full of merit performance, particularly on the back nine by a young Australian by the name of Harrison Crow, a name I suspect sports fans in Australia are going to hear a lot more about. We talked about it on Monday uh, and with his feet back in Australia, it's great to have him on the show. Harrison, thanks for coming on the show, mate. And, Congratulations. What a win that turned out to be for you. Thanks for having me, guys. How are we? Yeah, yeah good. good. How's it settled in? I watched the interview with you, you know, moments after you'd been showered by your Australian teammates and words weren't coming that easily to you, and I could understand why in a moment like that. But now that you've had a couple of days to think about what this means to you and the doors that it opens up, how's it, how's it settled on you? Hasn't set in yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. As I said, and yeah, it's been very hectic the last couple of days, but it's um, yeah, it's slowly getting to me. So take us back if you as best as you can. Sixty nine, sixty seven, sixty seven. The first three rounds, you've got the best amateurs in the region up against you, and some high quality players on your tail. You get to the turn on the Sunday, and you've, you've got you've shot thirty nine, and you've watched your lead disappear. I'm not sure what it was on the turn. I think maybe Bojin might have been up by two or three. At this, what are you thinking as you walk from the ninth green to the tenth tee? Um, well, I was three back, three, um, right. and I knew I knew I've been playing really good golf throughout the week, and I knew um, I wasn't playing that bad, so I knew so I kind of needed just one one putt to drop, and um, I just really just need one putt to drop, and I needed to stay patient and just kind of reset and. It was kind of like the putt that putt that he on ten really got me going. To be quite honest, yeah. Um, I didn't hold it, but it was a good putt. And then, then the walk from the tenth green to the eleventh tee just kind of really settled me down. I spoke to my dad. I spoke to uh, the team manager and the team coach, and I just kind of kind of kicked into gear. 
Hey, Harrison, um, the thing about being an amateur is that uh, you don't get any money, Andy. That, Andy that you, is you, true. You're, you're out there and you're working, to, you're working towards a goal. Uh, how hard is it to stay patient? Because through what you did on the weekend, you now get the opportunity to play in a couple of huge, huge tournaments. <laughs> well, the two biggest. Two biggest. Yep. Uh, but but uh, is it difficult to stay patient and not want to make that next jump? Because uh, I, I would guess that it's it's a challenge when you're an amateur to make ends meet and be able to get these types of opportunities that you had on the weekend. Um, it certainly got a little bit testing um, throughout <laughs> the year. But uh, now it's just kind of like, no, nah, it's uh, well worth the wait and um, I can just wait longer. We've so got to these two big events coming up. So it's just, uh, I know, um, well, I hope some more doors will open uh, when I do decide to make that jump. So, yeah. And, and what, are the, what are the rules on this? Because uh, how do you make ends meet? You've got to travel around the world and play these, hmm. these tournaments. How do you do it? Um, I do have a, I do have a large support, support group, um, but backing me. So I do golf New South Wales, golf Australia, my golf clubs, uh, they help me out a bunch. They help me out so much. And, um, so grateful for all the guys that helped me out to, I guess, kind of help me reach my dream. So, uh, it does, does get kind of pricey. Yeah. I bet it does. Not easy flying around the world playing golf, that's for sure. When you, when you, did you get a sense for how ready you are to make that leap, Harrison, when, when, and, uh, when the moment does come after you won that New South Wales Open? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a really good sense probably the week after when I played at the National, the PGA Championship in Melbourne. Uh, I, ran, I ran second there and... I was uh, I was quite ready. I felt like I was quite ready. Yeah. But, um, I then did the uh, three month stint overseas, playing in Europe and US, and um, it was I wouldn't say it's uh, an eye opener, but it was something that I really really learnt from that. Uh, the travelling is um, quite tough. Let me ask, tough, especially on the body and just how to manage it. And, yeah, um, yeah. Playing tournaments under kind of week on week off and. Just really learning how to manage myself, my body, and my game. And and when you're at the beginning of the journey, is is it when you're doing that travel and you talk about it being tough? Is this is it fun? Like are you are you, are you having fun dealing with the pressure and and uh, what these opportunities are hopefully going to lead to? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm having a blast doing it. Um, yeah, just just traveling with mates and. Um, Playing so many different golf courses and going to different places. It's so much fun. Have you been to just Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, you just yeah, it's it's so much fun. It's, there's no there's no other way to put it. And the, and obviously to um to be in pressure situations is a privilege. Have you been to Augusta before? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> so I'll uh, I'm sure I'll um start drooling over it. Huh, mate, it's, a, it's only about six months away. Like it's, it's, you'll get through Christmas and, um, you know, which is something we all look forward to. Obviously I, mm. I, I imagine you're going to play the Australian tournaments here. Will you, will you be playing the big tournaments here in Australia over summer? Yeah, I'll be playing the Australian Open yep. in a few weeks time. Yep. And, yep. uh, hopefully a few others. Um, but yeah, I got to, 
probably the next next week or so is the time where I kind of got to start replanning out what the uh, what the um, schedule is. I guess. Mm, yeah. What are you as a youngster who is just figuring it out your journey and you're, you're playing in these amateur tournaments, trying to think of that day where you're going to actually make some bucks playing, doing what you love. What do you make of the whole uh, live situation and what that's brought to the sport? Um, I quite see it as a good thing uh, in the fact that, especially for some some of those um, those more seasoned players, um, a lot of them have got families now and um, been on the tour for quite some time. So, I mean, apart from, I guess, the money side of things, it kind of gives some players a little bit more time to spend with their families, for starters. Um, I feel like it brings a little bit more excitement to the game. Hmm. Um, and it just kind of gives players another option, I guess, rather than just having the the one option is just to be, be on the, the main tour, the PJ hmm. tour, because there's so many players that are, are so good, they just probably just don't quite reach that PJ tour level. Okay, well, let me ask you this question then before we let you go. Greg Norman runs a thing. He'll be very aware of what you've done. What if Liv came along and said to uh, your people, hey, listen, there's 10 million bucks or even for Harrison Crow mm. to come and play <laughs> on the Liv tour? What do you, get, what do you, what do you say? Ooh. Um, <laughs> 10 million. The professional response would say, oh, I just have to talk to my team. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Yes. And we'll, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it at that. Okay, right. <laughs> hey, mate, it was awesome to watch. It really was. Um, it was great to see you do what you did, you know, up at the New South Wales Open, you know, but then this was this kind of felt like another level to, to go to that tournament with the Masters and the Open Championship sort of going to the winner. We know what it means, and the roll call is, you know, is a storied one already. It's, it's a, a keenly anticipated and a much sought-after trophy you picked up on Sunday. Well done. Um, enjoy what little bit of an off time you have and good luck planning what's to come next. We can't wait to see it, mate. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Good on you, mate. Good luck. Harrison Crow. Yeah, hey, good answers about Liv and, Very nice. you know, the professional reality yep. of what you'd say if the money was put in front of you. Mm. Um, there's going to be more and more good young players if Liv sticks around and stands the test of time. It'll, yep. There'll be going to be a lot of good young players who are going to be cherry-picked before they go down the traditional mm. route. Who, well, um, will they be cherry-picked, or do you think that ultimately Liv will have a process of earning oh, no, your some, way? No, no. Well, well, well they already do. They already do. The, but I mean a more no, no, be, substantive way. I uh, don't know. don't know. It's, mm. well, who knows what Liv's going to look like in five years' time. Mm. But for the time being, a player like If they're going to go and get James Poyet and those blokes out of America, this bloke's cherry ripe for that sort of offer. Oh, well. Oh, he's back. We have missed that little tune well, so for the last couple of weeks. He, true. He, he, although he made a little cameo, uh, and I don't know why. I was yeah. going to golf one day, and all of a sudden, the whispers on the airways yeah, Because he likes hanging out with a- Hollywood A-list types. Oh. And he heard one was coming on the show. So Who out of, was it? Who was it? Yeah, that Travis Fit Flimmel, Fimmel bloke, who was on uh, Vikings or one of those shows. So Whiskin Ragnar. Ragnar Lothbrook. He just picks and chooses. Mm. Oh, he's on there. Oh, listen, sorry. Listen to the wisp. Just listen to that that mm, voice. It's a beautiful thing. Timber. Love it. Hello, Tim. G'day, boys. How are you going? Oh, nice to talk to you again. Where have you been? I've been around. I've been around. 
Well, not here, <laughs> Yavin. Not We've been ringing. You and Yavin been answering the phone. No, well, you stopped calling, and I thought, hang on, they've stopped calling me, so I'm not going to uh, even go near the phone around 4 o'clock. And then I got the news today to say that, no, nah, we're back on. Well, we're back I, I, on, which hopefully... is a very, very pleasant surprise for me. <laughs> hopefully you're as excited about it as we are. What is making, we are, what, we are. What is making I'll tell you what's making news. On, please do. I'll tell you, you're going to ask the question. I knew you were going to ask Thank that you. question. I'll Thank tell you, you exactly what's making news. A brave mum tells how she risked her life in a shooting drama in Melbourne's north, why there's a shortage of children's medicines, and buy, sell or hold. What's the best move in Melbourne property this spring? Mm. In sport, we speak exclusively to Paddy Cripps about the bizarre training techniques that he's picked up in the States. The Pies unveiled Tommy Mitchell. AFLW launched their finals oh, campaign. Our know. T20 skipper still doubtful for Friday night's dual day World Cup group match. Jane's along with the weather if she gets back in time from the snow. Um, that's just a little joke about the weather at the moment. Oh. Beck and Mike again tonight doing a fabulous job at six. What are, I, I only ask this question because you've raised it as mm. a topic, but what are these um, training methods that Bizarre. Patrick Cripps has brought back from the United States? Well, you're going to have to watch the news oh, you to say see them, that. but I think they yeah. may have something to do with, um, uh, let me, uh, breathing. <laughs> Breathing and stuff is ah, some of the bizarre things that he's learned overseas. What's so bizarre about breathing? Why is that? Why well, is that gonna, well, I can't tell you the whole Kama story. Sutra. You have to watch part like of the news. Set? Why has it got to do with sexual Not positions? Oh, no. what's Kama Sutra? Oh, that's no, I don't think it's got anything to do with that. Uh, I hope it hasn't got anything to do with that. I'd no. rather he be concentrating on a hardball get <laughs> than having a shag mm. in the middle of the MCG. I mean, I'm, I'm not all that interested <laughs> in that. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, oh, Am I on SEO? Yeah, well, I mean, Have the standards dropped that low? Are you allowed to talk about stuff like that now at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Well, Gazy's asking about the no, car. Once upon a time, once upon a time, it was after 9 p.m., that sort of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> How are you? How's, we've got to get to Corey Homicide Weirs, who's uh, just been cavorting. Get to Corey. Been, he's, well, he's far more interesting He's than been me. cavorting with Delta Goodrum. Mm. I've seen it all over his Instagram what? account. My word, he has. But how's the family? Everyone good? Everyone well in the Watson yeah, everyone's great. Everyone's great. Mm. We had a birthday in the family uh, yesterday. Wolf was two yesterday. Can you believe that? It's two that's years since he was Wolf, born. Wolf, I can hardly believe. Hey, Tim, the other thing too, uh, can I just mm. get your, just a, very briefly, mm. overall, very happy, not so happy, really disappointed in the current situation at the Essendon Football Club? Oh, yeah, good question. Um, no, I'm happy. I'm happy? really happy with the okay, way things are going. Okay, not very happy, yes. but just happy. That's good. Who's going to be? Happy. Who's yeah. going to be your CEO? Who's going to? Who's going to step up and fill that breach? I don't know. I think uh, there's an exhaustive uh, re- uh, search currently being conducted to find out that. Um, I don't know. Maybe there'll be mm. a couple of surprises there in the final list. Um, I think uh, I think DB's doing a nice job yeah, under like, difficult circumstances. Yeah, made a couple Still of got his head above water. Yeah, that, a couple of missteps along the way, but they put. He, mm. You know what he's Always. like. He pushes. Sometimes through. you've got to go through a bit of pain. Sometimes yeah, to get hey, there, don't you? you know what they say about making an omelette. That's right. You've got to break a couple of eggs. Thank oh, you very much. Nice. Thank you very much. Nice sort of and you know what they say about a souffle too, don't you? It mm. always rises in the something or other. No, it doesn't rise twice, Andy. It only right. rises once. That's right. That's what they I'm said. I'm sure about any of this. Paul Keating might have said that once. I don't know okay. what's that got to I'm do with it. I'm surprised neither of you knew that. No, thank you very much. Mm. Uh, um, Tim, all the very best. Lovely to hear your voice. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow to do this all again. <laughs> no, you won't because we're not here. It'll be on Friday. No, you don't do Friday, okay. so we'll see you next Monday. Okay, see you next Monday. Righto, Tim Watson, 7 Newsroom, 6 o'clock tonight. A lot to look forward to. Eight minutes past four. 
Corey Homicide Williams is here to talk hoops and life and a whole lot of other things. Well, his life experience is the well, one that we want to touch I've on. I've just first seen a photo I... of him from his Instagram account uh, the other day. He was at Cup Day yesterday. And you are a man who, you are part of the Richard Famous. You are very much on Australia's A list mm. these days as we say hello to you. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? We're doing great and Del- not as good as you because Delta Goodrum. Hanging out what are you with doing the hanging around with Delta Goodrum. A grade celebrities. Well, um, <laughs> I was fortunate to have an opportunity to go to the Birdcage bird mm-hmm. at the incredible Melbourne Cup, one of the mm. best events in the world. And I truly appreciate going there. Mm. Um, as I was walking from um, SEN back into uh, Mum. Uh, yeah, the champagne. Yeah, the yep. marquee. Bird cage, mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of the birdcage. Yep. Yeah. Um, a guy I was with was like, yo, like, yo, this is superstardom. An mm. incredible woman. Like, it is. man, we got to get you a photo with her. Mm. I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, and we ended up taking a photo together. She was very pleasant. And yeah, she was stunning. Mm. And, but, and, but, 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 Andy, go on. when you're in that, you've alluded to the fact that perhaps well, it, it, it was, might be a touch of jealousy with oh, your new... Um, well, Permanent arrangement you've got with your girlfriend. Yeah, uh, I posted it, but right. you know, for me, those are harmless. You know what I mean? Yeah, photos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, that's right. But not to everybody else. You know, not to no, well, the main person. Yeah, well, yeah, right, that's right. You know, jealousy, so, perhaps. Uh, I don't think she what, liked it. What oh, were the conversations? Well, t- take us uh, inside. Like, what was the? Uh, there's nothing going yeah. on between well, you and Delta. Of you know? course. Of course not. No, I mean, it's a harmless photo, course, you know. So, of course. Hey, you let me know, ask you something. Yeah, yeah. Go on. If you posted a photo, mm, mm. you know, with another woman, don't do it on your on your Instagram no story. Shit. Not even hard page story. No. What type of energy and feedback well, rather, would thing. you get from your? <laughs> well, well, that's partner? a good question because here's the thing. I understand what you because you're in that real early phase. You've you've locked in. You've made a commitment to each other. There sometimes can be, uh, as you're still discovering, that the little nuances that you have, there may be some level of insecurity. But right now, I could probably feature in a photo with a scantily clad woman. No, know, with Giselle, Giselle Bunchen, who's whoever, now available. Whoever it may you be. You and Giselle. And Melinda would say, nothing to see here. The bloke, he got no hope. Have a look at him. <laughs> have a look at him. Yeah. No chance. She feels... And rightly so, rock solid secure that there ain't no strain because she doesn't believe there's any takers. Right. <laughs> so, so in those circumstances, but you'll yeah, get there. But you're in the early stages of yeah. this, you know, mm. making this relationship of yours a bit more kind of rock solid and a bit more you know, permanent. Mm. Right. So right. in the early stages, your your partner's going to want to see that. You know, you're you've got the blinkers on, yeah, and, the, I got, and the, I got you the know, blinkers on. Of course, on. you know, mm. just continue the racing theme. Let's ask the people out there. I want to know. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, you got to be okay. careful if they posted mm-hmm. a picture mm. of them and another person. Correct. What would their partner say? You should take it as a compliment because what it actually means is this superstar. Your partner now believes that. There, there is the, you are so highly regarded and so handsome. such a handsome, magnificent specimen <laughs> that specimen. They, they believe that perhaps there, there is a chance that something could happen. Could happen. 
Now I believe oh, she's taking. Geez, you've galloped down. You're about eight hundred down the thousands why down the straight in Flemington here. Well, I don't know why else would your partner would be upset. I don't know because no, there's no. a fear that maybe she might lose the love of her life. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. No, although mm. look, we do the right things around here. Well, of course mm. we do. But I, I will say this, and hopefully your partner doesn't mind me saying this. Mm. You, you looked a beautiful couple, you and. Oh, just just in that photo. Oh, was a nice photo. You did. I'm not sure. That's what she. Not a couple. I mean, there were a couple of people in the photo together. Is what mm. I'm saying. So there yeah. you go. No, well done. I mean, it's that's and you enjoyed your cup day experience. Oh man, the cup day experience was awesome. Actually, myself, we, myself, my friend Marvin, Brian, Lara. Uh, Hang on, were you hanging around with the prince? Yeah, that's my guy. Brian Lara is your guy. Oh, oh no, no, you've just, touched the no, movie. No, no, no. What happened? Oh man, he's got a bit of a man crush. <laughs> no, <up>. no, no. <laughs> he's, I mean, you just that, that, you've, that, you've buried no, the lead he here. Don't yeah. come in here talking about Delta Goodrum when you've been hanging out with Brian Lara all day. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, you've just buried guy, the lead. Man. How did you meet? Where did you and Brian I mean, Lara? I'm Jamaican. He's Trini. I have a connection. A friend of mine. We have a very good mutual friend. We've done dinners before. We hung out before. Why don't you bring him oh, in here one day? He's been in here before. No, but just with you and him, what we'd have a blast. That's in here. A, oh. a, that, that is a very rather, busy man. I'd mm. rather go out with Corey and uh, Brian after the show. Then we'd have a real blast, right. I suspect. Mm. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> hey, can we just talk a little bit of basketball? Because today there was breaking news. We should news, do that. A really breaking news. Uh, with, with We touch on the NBA a lot. And we've got to talk about a few things that you've come out with, some preposterous oh, statements that Lord. you have made. Biggest mm. bombshell you've ever dropped. In regards to dropped who a lot you, of bombshells. This is you, the Who is the you believe are the top three uh, players ever combined on a team. Best uh, trio ever. But before we get to that, okay. because that's, that's the lead item, uh, Steve Nash, uh, they've announced today that he's no longer going to be the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. I think we all saw it coming. I think it's highly disappointing. What's your views? Ain't getting it done. That mm. team is um, last year. They didn't get it done. Mm. <laughs> you got three his overall win loss record is not bad. His overall win loss record is something in the order of now. I'm rounding him up here. Say seventy forty five. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, seventy fifty something like. Yeah. That. So his overall record is not terrible. It isn't, but mm. he there's, there's a lot of there's been a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. With that team in such a short period, obviously, COVID, Kyrie, you know, mm. not playing, right? Yep. Damn, in half the season. Then you got, in a locker room, there's issues. Got Ben coming back in. Harden left. Mm, Harden you know what up. I mean? Like, KD was damn near by himself. Mm. And let's say they beat Milwaukee. Mm. When KD shot the three, but it was a long two, they go to overtime instead of winning. Right. Right, right. They win that series. He's still there, mm. but they have not done anything, mm. and and it's a bad look right now. Like that team is, it's it's not a good look. Then the mm. season just started. Like something was going to happen. Mm. So they put that team together, and you look at the roster, and to you look win at a chip to win it. That's it, right. right? So that's got to win a championship that team, right? Is that the fact? Well, it does, but it's always. But Andy, is that why he's two and six, and they're playing disjointed? They're all over the. But joint. hang on, you get that team together. Harden wants out, or which really didn't have anything to do with Steve Nash. I don't. Believe. No, but I'm not talking about now. I'm no, but I'm about... talking about his journey. In yeah. two years, yes, they would build a team that had to win a championship. But along the way, you can't ignore the fact that well, he doesn't have James Harden for mm. a, a significant chunk of it. Uh, uh, Kevin Durant was injured for a, a significant uh, chunk of it. Didn't have Kyrie. Kyrie spent last year with his um, 
because of his unwillingness to get vaccinated, yep. what yep. he played, 20 or 30 games, whatever it may be. So you can't uh, – to just ignore all that. And so why have they sacked him? Because right now they haven't started the season well. Yep. What were they, 2, two and, and 5 six. or 2, two and 6? Oh, 2 and 5, yeah. Cause 2 and 5, today, but they got yeah. beat today. But yeah. that's not yeah. – you know. That's not his fault. So – It's a bad I, I look over there. Ben is looking bad. Mm. Ben, He's out injured, by the way. And it's nice yeah, but when this. he was playing – Yep. He fouled out how many – like every yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, like, every on, other man. game. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, That's not yeah. a guy who wants to play. Yeah. But is this the place – now, Now the word is that uh, Ime Udoka, who's yeah. just been released – well, he was put on – what's leave the correct terminology that leave, they use? Leave of absence. Leave of absence because of some an inappropriate relationship he had within the Celtics organization. The word is that he is the lead candidate to take over the reins. Now, he was – at Brooklyn, in fact, I think he was Steve, one of Steve Nash's assistants before he took the Celtics job. So mm. they're talking about him coming back. So is, Boston has said, "We will let you go if you get another if, if job. If there's another offer, you can take it." That's right. They're happy to let him go. Yo, that says a lot about him as a coach. Well, his coaching record's been impeccable. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But like you know, in the height and the climate that we live in, when something like that usually happens, mm. nobody wants to touch you. There is a bit of that. Well, so, they are. Yeah. They do want to touch yeah. him. That's, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. says a lot. If they're like, "Yo, we, we know your current situation mm. is what it is," we still probably we're interested in you. Yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. Hired. That is, yeah, mm. yeah. So, can just before we get off the nets and get onto all the other stuff, did the NBA make a mistake? With Kyrie, should the NBA have made a statement on Kyrie and the promotion of this? And I don't know too much about this film I don't and this know book. Too much about it either. But I just literally heard about it, um, maybe like forty-five minutes. But ago. it's clearly got strong anti-Semitic issues oh, there's no and doubt about that. that run through the book, and mm-hmm. it's and and clearly it's been a controversial book and a controversial film, mm. and it's been around for ten years, I think. So it's not brand new, but. Kyrie has decided now to you know, start promoting it on but his own. What did well, he, he say he he didn't. He just he just he's arguing that just because he reposts something, then he's not promoting it. Right now, that is absolute rubbish in my view. If you are out there on social Why media, he, unless he's reposting to say this is tripe, do not watch it. No, that's not. That, what, that's not it what he said. A neutral. Yeah. He's claiming it's just. Well, I just posted it. Now that to me, come on now, is ridiculous. in this climate, you obviously know the impact of. Your platform. We all know this, right? He said that yep. in his yeah. We know the impact of a platform. So, again, in the in the climate that we're in, you have to be mindful of what you post and how it can be taken. Of course, you do. So, Charles Barkley, who um, has you know got a significant voice in the game, right. arguably mm. the as significant a voice in American basketball coverage of, as anybody else, had this to say today about the Irving situation. I think the NBA dropped the ball. In what way? Uh, I think he should have been suspended. Uh, I think Adams should have suspended him. First of all, Adams Jewish. You can't take my $40 million and insult my religion. If you're going to insult me, you have the right. But I have the right to say, no, you're not going to take my $40 million and insult my religion. I think the NBA, they made a mistake. We have suspended people and fined people who have made homophobic slurs. Uh, and that that was the right thing to do. I I can't believe that we ain't talking about that. We're talking about this idiot. Well, I I, I th- you know the only thing I that, that I have a problem with that. It's not because it's 
uh, his religion. It's any religion. It's any well, religion. But I think yeah, he mentioned we we suspend by homophobic slurs. Yeah, that's what he he really meant. Because if it was the other way around, like uh, a white person mm. posted something the same way about something like that, and with slavery, we'd have been on his ass. Of course, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's right. It's, mm. It should be suspended. Some mm. action should be taken. You can't do that. You mm. can't. Mm. Mm. And it does. I don't think it matters that Adam Silver's Jewish. I mean, he, well, that's he, my point. Yeah, he he mm. he's obviously a really smart man mm. who um, you know understands propriety and and all of that sort of stuff seemingly really well. But I wonder whether the general consensus is that they have made a blue by not taking it out of Brooklyn's hands and suspending him. I, I wonder whether Kyrie's just. Too hot a potato right now. I, I, just, I don't know. You know. Nah, I think that it's not. It ain't over. They're gonna yeah. definitely continue to look close, closer at it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's not something just because it didn't happen. Mm. They didn't take action quick. Mm. That doesn't mean that they may mm. not consider taking right action. On. There's a whole lot of stuff we want to talk to you about. Twenty-one past four. Corey Humberside Williams is here for tire power. Saved during the big holiday sale, which is on now. You, you made some. You, you you dropped. You dropped a. An atomic bomb on Australian basketball this week. <laughs> no, when you went, you were you've been out on a limb with the front three of the Adelaide Thirty Sixes. You've been mm. strong about what, how good you think they are. You sort of jumped off the diving board this week with it and dropped the bomb. We're going to talk about that a little premature with in you. My view. With well, well, you can, I know you've got a lot you want to say about this, Andrew. No, not a lot. I'll be interested to see how much. You are prepared to say to Corey now that he's in the same room as <laughs> No, I'm more than it's happy. 20, it's 21 past no, four. No, I'm more than <laughs> and Corey, who's here thanks to Tire oh, Power, four just... for throwing fog and wild peak four-wheel drive tyres. Andy, Corey's just seen some news that uh, was released today about Elon Musk putting a price on a blue tick. And Corey, oh, I've never seen the man go from so happy to so sad <laughs> in such a short period of time. Dude, that is... Mm. That's not nice. <laughs> Would you be paying the eight dollars a month? Of course not. No, no one will. No one will. It's, it's, but it's beyond just the eight dollars. What he's going to do as well, Corey, is that if, as I heard it, well, one of the proposals was if you do pay the eight dollars, in their algorithms, you'll get preferential uh, what a yeah, load of, what a load treatment of as far yeah. as who receives your tweets. Right. What a load of money! I'm not doing that. No one is. No one will do mine it. Is. No, I'm just not be us. anyway. Well, how many people who listen to this show mm. and this radio are on Twitter? Uh, what sort of? They'd all have an account. Most of them have an account. I don't reckon they would. The vast majority would have yeah. an account. If there's yeah. 100,000 people listening right now, I reckon mm. 25,000 would have Twitter. There's a, a, a 10% of our audience. Well, it's a anyway, very conservative yeah. estimate. Yeah. Very conservative <laughs> right. estimate. Yeah. But of the 100,000 yeah. people there or thereabouts listening right now, I would say that a quarter have got Twitter. That's. I would. We should do a little poll one day on the show. Mm. Okay, so early this week, you've, you've been you've been big on the Adelaide Big Three. Mm. I'm a fan were, of that team. Yeah, but you said this is the best three. Well, I'm not sure. Import. I said the yeah, best, best yeah. trio. Yeah. No, you didn't say imports. I said the best trio ever. I said in the NBL ever. now. Yeah, I said know, Adelaide no. is going to be the best team, and I said, you know what? They're the best trio ever. Ever. Yeah, I said it. That's how I said it on the post. And at the time, that only played four games. They only played four games. Mm. Well, sometimes you got to go early if you want to have ma- maximum impact. Uh, nah, I wow. just I felt like, let me explain why I stated that. I'm really looking forward And to where this. did I come mm. with this? Mm. The numbers that those, that trio, mm. so Craig Randall, mm. Antonius Cleveland, and Robert Franks mm. Jr., mm. 
the numbers that they averaged versus, you know, the NBA, I'll say, mm-hmm. right? They go one and one. And in preseason games, 31 points a game. Yeah, but <laughs> 26 mm. points a game, 20 points a game. Mm. I want to know a trio who could do that. But I think that that's a very, answer very narrow field. Answer the, just answer that question. I'm just asking. Huh? How, well, many, no how many? How many have had the chance? Well, how many can? There's not many players that get the chance to play those games, so they haven't the chance to do it. That's all right. So, okay. But what three could? Well, I think that there, over the years there'd be uh, many that would. But, but if that is the sole criteria for your judgment on the greatest trio ever, it is a very, very narrow, narrow criteria. And I'll very tell, narrow. And I tell you this: that that not everyone gets to, uh, no, very few get the opportunity to actually be even in that criteria. One hundred percent. But I just want to know three. Just well, tell me three who you think could. There's be hundreds of them, excluding the great one. You no. have a seat with this one, Gaze, right? No, 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 no. You're, no, no. Great, you're not in this one. No, no, but right? I, 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 well, well, let's go back. If you had talk to me, uh, Ricky Grace, James Crawford, Scott Fisher. Now I'm just going off. If you had, um, which uh, of them gonna average 31? Darnell, me, Kevin Brooks, Brett Ma. Who's gonna average 31? No, but collectively they might have all got 30. A piece. Well, I'm just saying, like they'd be in that in NBA. But but it's two games. It's not enough. It's not enough games. I'm just asking. But 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 you're you're trying to narrow the field into an area where none of these guys had the opportunity to play in. No, yes. So, and and so what do they it need? It's only two games. Okay. So what do they? What need? about the extent of an entire career where you've won three championships, like the Adelaide 36ers did, or you you've won. Um, Perth Wildcats in in the day, or even more recently, or if you go last year and you look at uh, Jalen Adams, Ian Clark, and Jarrell Martin. Now that is a combination that was that that won a championship. Okay, in their which first three? Season. Which three would you rather have? That three or the three that Corey's talking? If you're putting a team in the NBL right now, which well, three do you want? Well, Those? I'd take a combination of both. No, but no, my... no, no, but you can't do that. Okay, Which I'm three? taking last year's. You're taking I'm the Sydney three, right? Now, on. I love these three, by the way. Yeah. I think this three is spectacular, and CJ Bruton, the Adelaide 36ers, have done an amazing job to get those three. But I'm taking Jalen Adams, league MVP, Ian Clark, NBA champion, and Jarrell Martin, one of the greatest big men to ever come to this country. I'm taking those three because they've proven it. They won the title, Andy. So what do these three need to do? Now, 36 have started the season, the NBL mm. season poorly. They haven't. What, what do they need? To, what do these three need? To, what sort of numbers do they need to be posting? And what do the Adelaide 36ers need to do So, by the time that this three is no longer here together? I mean, for me, they're going to come together. Yep. And when they do, yep. they are – Ain't nobody touching them. Okay, so forget about it. Ain't oh, nobody yeah. going to touch this three yep. Yep. Well, that's when it comes together. And if and who knows it? We've heard a variety. I of I know we've things heard a couple of things that maybe Craig Randall that he's come out and said some things. But this is the power of this man because he's so well respected. Uh, I had a call from today from the News Limited basketball journal Matt Logue to speak about this exact topic that, that Corey is a huge article to the table. coming out tomorrow on this. It's, it's caused... There's a poll. We're going to do a poll on it. The yes. most insults I've ever received <laughs> was because of this. Well, I'm, like this. Not, I'm not surprised. You shouldn't I mean, insults. emotionally, well, that's stupid. That what is. it's done is ha- it's, it's people are angry. <laughs> right. Well, that's silly. People are angry, angry at this. 
You're entitled to your Well, and I'm just sitting back and I'm like, hmm. it's a good I conversation. It, it's a great conversation. Well, originally on early and let's see how it plays out. Like early? My goodness, <laughs> this is beyond early. early. Well, he's gone but early, and that's good. That the great ones do go early. When are you, they don't I, wait until everyone else says it, and then they join in. They hey, lead the way, leader. That's true. But the Lion King. Here's, when when you said it, I said, "Oh, early's gone. Uh, uh, Corey's gone a, a little early because we've only had three imports for a few years. <laughs> what, right. four or five years, six years, or whatever it is." And they're like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> he, he has said, no, 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 it's not restricted. To it ain't restricted. And then no, I no, said, no. Oh, I think he might have lost his mind. <laughs> it's 26 to 5. We've got to get to the news. Uh, it's so much history. Like, how would I know? We've got to talk about how many. You know what I mean? I've only been here this season six and played four years. So that's 10 out of a 40-year league. That's right. So many players. So that's why the conversation opens up. To and talk about players what about, what his, a, past. You know did, what I mean? Were you around? Did you get to play against Copeland and Bradkey? I wasn't. Uh, I right. missed them. Okay. And Gaze. Yeah. Right. He, he didn't want to say that. But Gaze, no, 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 Gaze no, Copeland, no. Bradkey was a popular elect. No. Uh, no, listen, I was Strong. in the street and a guy Strong. was like, <laughs> Gaze, <laughs> Copeland, Bradkey. It ain't even close. I, I, Random. <laughs> I just walked into a hotel. I, saw I was it. like. Oh, then the other guy was like, I know that voice. S E N. We've got to get to the news. We're running late. It's 25 to 5. Rage on Tucker's going to. We're going to talk Melbourne United. They turn in the corner here. Shay mm. Yuli, that big a deal. We'll talk about that and a whole lot of other oh, stuff. Yeah, good game, man. He's a but game back. Is big he game. that big a deal? Knock That's down what I'm three, three, I'm three, three threes. Yeah. We'll talk to Rage on about that when he joins us next. Nice work, Stone Cold. Lovely to have you in the room doing your very, very finest work. We'll get to Melbourne United in a moment. Ray John Tucker to join us after the break. We're jumping between the NBA, NBA and the NBL. Did you read this story about um, Jamal Tinsley? Yes, I did. No, what happened? Oh, it's a, it's, Jamal it's Tinsley, one. one of his teammates, From his Brooklyn. old teammates, has when he was playing for Indiana. Indiana, one of his old teammates has spoken to a podcast uh, and has revealed something about Tinsley as a teammate, Keith. That uh, you may want to pick the story up and, and was it tell Reggie the Miller? I think it was Reggie uh, Miller was the player that he was ref- who led the move against right. Jamal Tinsley. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So what was happening is Jamal Tinsley was a player on their team, and after games and practice, he did not want to shower with the team. Right. So uh, <laughs> this got Reggie was like, "What's going on? It's happened a few times here. Show me the player handbook." And he Reggie went to management. And he said. I needed you to put something in the player handbook. We, we shower together. There's it. You got to have a wash after a practice <laughs> and after a game. Mm-hmm. And he just felt that, that was to be the case. And Jamal, he had he felt uncomfortable. Right. And and these this day and age, it, it makes sense. It, it, it started in, yeah. in the end. It was a five hundred. They wrote it into the players' manual that it was mm. a five hundred dollar fine US. That that if you didn't shower with the team after practice or a game. Correct. And and then. Because it wasn't being adhered to, it went up, and ultimately he was fined two hundred and fifty thousand US US dollars across his time with the the Pacers because he wouldn't shower after games. Now, to me, it's just he wanted to go home and shower in privacy. That was that's it. all it was, or he wanted to wait for the showers on his own. Yeah, that's right. Like, everybody's not comfortable getting you know what I mean, getting being naked in front of everybody, yeah. like. How would you find that? How would you? You couldn't do nothing like that this day and age. Fine blokes having a shower. Fine on their own. because I don't want to no shower way. in front of you. Well, that's the world. That they, are you kidding me? And a lot of people are saying, "Gee, that is a commitment to your own personal 
um, situation where you're prepared to forego. But I can't believe that they allowed such a rule to be yeah, put in crazy. place. It's hard to believe, really. You could put How, in well, place. We were talking 20 years ago? Uh, Would it be maybe 50 more? Maybe, maybe 25 years ago? It'd be at least 20, I think. But it was still a different time, different place. That's crazy. But yeah, could you imagine these days in the Carlton Football Club? Someone who just said, oh, I don't want to have a shower with you. I want to oh, have the privacy yeah. to shower by myself. And they said no and put in fines in place? No. Nah. Outrageous. Thousand to one. That would ever even be considered being raised by anyone these days. It's 20 to five. We're going to get to a break. Rage on Tucker's going to join us next. Corey is here. I believe that... it was raised back then. Eh? Well, it was, Keith, and it cost him a quarter of a million dollars US. Corey's here for tyre power, saved yes. during the big holiday sale. Which is on now. And Corey's in the house. It's a quarter to five. Melbourne United got a big weekend coming up. Taipans Friday night and then the big multicultural game on Sunday against the Phoenix, which promised to be an absolute mm. barn burner. Hey, I've got news too about that game as well, Andy. Would uh, you like to share it with us? Go on now, go now. Yep. It's quick news. Yep. Yeah, first time, uh, we're actually going to be calling from the game. Oh, good. Are so you when, serious? Yeah, we, the commentators are going to be at the game rather than in the hub for Much this one. Much better. Yeah, well, it's, I, I have no problem with the hub, but this will be... Uh, Something a little bit different, but no, nah, it's, it's better there. You should be oh, well, for home games. You should be there, I reckon. Mm. Ray John Tucker's going to be part of it. They feel like they're turning the corner. They got it back to four and four. Shay Ellie's back in the team. Uh, powerhouse performance against Wildcats, and one of their superstars has been good enough to join us. Ray John, thanks for your time. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Well, we appreciate you being on. Does it feel like you're starting to turn it around? It was a bit of a bit of an uncertain start to the season, but. Do you feel like the team's starting to get its kind of groove going? You know, uh, we're getting a couple pieces back. Uh, the team is gelling really well. So, uh, you know, just uh, trying to get it done and get back to, you know, playing the type of basketball that we want to play. And uh, what about uh, one of those big pieces you talk about is Shay Illy. Now, I don't know how much time you had to spend with him in the preseason because he got hurt with that uh, concussion issue. But uh, there was a, certainly a noticeable difference in that game against Perth, not just for what he's been renowned for with his defence, but also his offence, the way in which he runs the team. How's it been uh, incorporating him back into the lineup? Um, it's been good. Uh, you know, that's one of the key pieces that we've been talking about, just uh, another floor general on our team, uh, being down a couple point guards. Uh, so just having that uh, that leadership on the court, with all the other guys, is uh, is well needed. Where are you from? <laughs> you said where am I from? Yeah, what city are you from? You sound like a New Yorker. That's why I'm asking. From Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, you from Charlotte? Yeah, right. I was born in New York. There it is. There it is. Where were you born in New York? Now this gets interesting. Okay, <laughs> now it makes sense. Where in New York were you born? I was born. In, I was born in Brooklyn. Okay, 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 okay. Now I understand mm. where the bravado and this energy comes from. <laughs> so now it makes sense. All right, so how how far uh, how have you uh found the league? Uh the league, the league is a great league. It's a it's a high IQ league. is 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 very um, you know, physical. Uh it's, it's a lot different from the NBA. Uh so uh but with all that being said, I I love this league. This is this is a very good league. And what about this situation you've had? You've, it's been a an up and down start to the season. How's it been in uh, internally with some of the speculation about uh, one one of your players in particular about his future with uh, Jordan Caroline? Is has that has that been disruptive? 
Um, we haven't had talks about that. Um, you know, we, we're focused on, you know, winning games and getting better each and every day. Um, so, you know, as players, that's not our focus. We kind of, you know, let however that's going to be handled be handled. So, Ray John, you, you come out here, you're part of a Melbourne United team that expects to be competitive and, you know, likes to think it's going to win championships. And, you know, you'll do your best to make that come, you know, come about. But I imagine with your background as a player, you know, you, you want to get back to America and you want to get back to the NBA. What, what You know the eyes of the basketball world are on the NBA. What, what do you think you need to show uh, down here for um, scouts up there to take notice? Um, just that I could win. Um, I feel like everything else that, you know, uh, my game shows is uh, in line with being a professional basketball player. So um, just just winning, being, on, being able to be a, a part of a winning program that, uh, that wins at a high caliber, uh, you know, year in and year out. Um, I think that's the main thing, just having those uh, – those, those winning habits. Yeah. You got a big doubleheader coming up. As you can see, there are no easy games in the NBL. But I don't want to move forward past Cairns. But mm. there's a big rivalry game mm. you got this weekend <laughs> against the Phoenix. Have you heard anything about that rivalry? Do you understand how serious that rivalry is, if you have heard? Um. I heard it's sort of like L.A. Clippers, um, just us being in the same, you know, state, uh, playing in the same arena. Um, haven't heard too much of a of a rivalry stance other than, you know, every game is, is the same for us uh, that we go in and we look to play the United Way. So, uh, yeah, so like you said, not looking past Cairns and, you know, we're going to take it one game at a time. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. All right, well, I'm going to let you know what it is because they ain't telling you. Here's what it is. Y'all been, United been, the OGs in this city. They got the championships. They, they, you, were, you were the bougie team. They like the hood team that nobody really rock with. Like, that's how it is. So they right now are flying and they loaded. So you better believe they coming at you. So let me, let, let me tell you since you ain't here. Good luck. Eric, appreciate you. You're ready. <laughs> right. Hey, Ray John, it's great to have you in the league. We can't wait for Sunday. As the boys said, there's a yes. big game on Friday night against the Taipans <laughs> to get through first, but we're already looking forward to that game on Sunday. It's mate. going down. It's going to be big. It'll be big. Always and, is. Uh, and the good place. Commentary in the arena? Yeah, that's right. What? That for is the right. first time in like two years? They'll be there to watch Ray John do his work. I'll be in the building too. Ray John, thanks for joining us, mate. All the best. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me again. God love right, you, mate. Ray John Tucker, Melbourne United. It is the uh, multicultural game. Uh, there's going to be a festival outside the arena from it's 3 It's going p. down. Apparently the weather's going to be starting to turn. It's, it's, it's going to be yeah. all right. So We've got a 30-degree 30 da- 30 day coming next week. I don't know if it's when, Sunday. But when, it's... No, no, no. Next, later, 27, 28, 29 from Tuesday, something like that. Wow. Uh, so there's nice. going to be a festival outside the arena from 3 p.m. So come on down and then go and watch a game of basketball mm. where there will be two teams colliding. It's eight minutes to five. <laughs> We've already got an idea what uh, of the upcoming suite mm. of games in the NBL Corey's looking forward to the most. 
Keith, you just read something out. Oh. Yee and Adidas have been in the news the last couple of you know, days for obvious reasons. Well, this is astounding to me that uh, this is a tennis player who I'm not familiar with. Her name is Serana Sirsty, C-I-R-S-T-E-A. Now, yep. I don't know. I apologise if I've pronounced that incorrectly. But she's been quoted and she says this. When I signed a contract with Adidas, they told me it's better to be pretty and be in the top 20 than to be ugly and be number one. What read, a, read that out again. It's better to be pretty and be in the top 20 than to be ugly and be number one. Now, if that is even – if someone from Adidas is – or marketing, her age, whatever it may be, if that's – that is – I'm in shock. Does anyone around this table can can anyone around this table uh, not believe that that was said? I mean, you're 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 gobsmacked. I am gobsmacked. <laughs> Are you so gobsmacked that you your brain cannot process the the possibility that that was actually said? That's right. I cannot believe that anyone in their right mind, particularly a representative of Adidas who is running their marketing or whoever it might be that told her this, but it just says. She is. Can you, this is a quote yeah, from yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. So she got to number twenty-one in the world. She could remain here. Good player. What, what can you? Is she active right now? Yeah, she's still, yeah by which? No, she's, no, she's, she's retired. No, she's retired. Well, she's she, in this in this uh, picture that accompanies. Yeah. She's with New Balance, but yeah. clearly she was with Adidas at some think, stage, yeah. or maybe when they were recruiting her. Can, whatever it may be. Can you be. believe? I'm going to assume that wasn't a conversation that was on the record. Oh, no way. You know what I mean? It'll no be way. like... Even if you... Who would say it off the record? I mean, there's a lot of things that get said off the record. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a representative... I, to fact, I find it hard to believe that an actual representative of Adidas would say that. Now, maybe it was someone... Remember, now, I don't want to question her because she's actually said it, but my God, that's hard no. to comprehend. Uh, that is putrid. Yo, people but say that a lot said. of things off it the was record. Said. Just, just, you know, like... Yeah. So regular listeners to the program will know that Wednesdays mean one thing. It does. Quiz time. It is quiz time. So jump on the uh, the number, Andy. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's right. And we've got uh, what a booty of pro- how many call how many how many contestants? Two. Need? Two. We need two. First two. It is. And uh, up for grabs today a fifty dollar Brick Lane Brewing voucher. Brick Lane One Love. One Love Pale Ale, perfect for all occasions, That's and the cool. ultimate crowd pleaser. Nice. Drink responsibly, please. Thank you. A Signet Power Boost Power Bank, valued at $59.95. And 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. At Club Get 18. Yeah. Well, let me finish. Oh. Dramatic pauses are in there, <laughs> just so people appreciate <laughs> how significant yeah. this is. Sure. Get 18 holes of golf for two, Andy, with <laughs> drinks. Thank you. And a cart midweek for 99 bucks. Clubmanley.com.au. Already, such is the power of the quiz and the excitement around it. We've got two contestants. Luke's in Sandringham. Good afternoon, Luke. Good afternoon, gents. There's just a little pause there. Hopefully that was just just because you weren't quite ready, Luke. But, uh, Luke... You have a buzzer, and you can, I, we prefer you use your name, but you can use whatever you like. Uh, what would you like to use as your buzzer? I'll use Luke. Right. Your contestant, who is Andrew from Haddon. Andrew, good yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, good. We're going fine. Uh, you've got to use your name, hopefully your name or whatever you like as your buzzer. What would you like to use as your buzzer? Andrew. Right Perfect. On. All right. Luke v. Andrew. This is what we've got. I'm going to ask seven questions. Whoever gets to four or whoever's wi at the, winning at the end of seven questions ah, right. is the winner and goes into the power play. I like and this. And if you answer the power play question, then you go into the grand final, which will be held, or the playoffs, I should call them. Thank you. Which will be our last week on air. No one, no one's in the playoffs yet. No, last week contestant missed the power this play This is a much question. better quiz. Here we go. Best of seven. I like it. Well, well, it's best of seven or whoever's winning after seven. Is so there, we don't do ask you any more than do seven. Do you lose a point for getting a question incorrect? No. That okay. could be next week. We will just see because, how it goes this week. Because people may just try and dominate if well, there's no, no price for getting it wrong. That is a very valid point. So think about that. I've thought about it, and this is what we're going to do. If you answer a question incorrectly, the other person gets a chance oh, to answer it like correctly. It, like it. If you oh both boy. get it wrong, bad luck no one gets right a point. Up, right up. All right. Check your buzzer, Luke. Luke. Check your buzzer, Drewy. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, there's a bit of delay there, ah, It's Andy. okay. That's okay, just, that's, let's that's have some life fun in 2022, mate. Again, a focus is on all Australian quiz here. Sporting quiz. Question one. What is the nickname of the Australian women's netball team? Luke. Luke. Oh, sorry, that's your domain. Diamond. Well done. Correct. Question two. Who is the most capped Socceroos player? Luke. Andrew. Luke. Mark Maduka. Oh, no. Andrew, you get a chance to answer it. You'll pick up a point if you can answer it correctly. Uh, is it uh, Brett Emerson? No, no, it's Mark Schwarzer. Question three. Paddy Mills is the only, the third Indigenous player to play for Australia, but which team does he currently play for? In Andrew, 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 Andrew. 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 Brooklyn Nets. That is right. Brooklyn Nets. Well done. Question four. Who was the first female inductee into the Sport Hall of Fame? Who was the first... Australian female inductee. Andrew. 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 Australian. Andrew. Oh, Andrew, yes. Is it Dawn Fraser? Bang. How many well has he got, done. Andy? He's got two. All Andrew, right. two. Luke, one. Wow, this is exciting. Emotions building, tension at an all-time level. <laughs> We're up to question five, so there's three questions. We're now five, in the, six, the, and seven. This is what I like end. to call the business end nice. of the quiz. Which sports team was unanimously voted the best Australian team at the 2000 Sydney Olympics? Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Yes. The Hockey Roos. Correct. Whoa. Outstanding. Well, it's, well uh, it's got to this stage, Luke. You yes. must answer the last two questions correctly. This is tense. And then we go, have you got a playoff okay. question? Yes, I do. A tiebreaker? Ah, uh, yep. Because they're not the power play question, no. a tiebreaker question. Yes, if we get to that. Oh, you have one, do you? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Which, we're back into the questions now. Question six. Which tennis Grand Slam tournament did Pat Rafter... Luke. Andrew. Andrew. Luke. 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 Yep. Oh. 
Uh, the uh, the US Open. Correct. Oh, Barry. The answer was win twice during his career. This is just an absolute US cliffhanger. Open. All right. This is it. What are we at, Andy? Luke two, Andrew three, one question remains. Okay. Well, you need Well, to, Luke you know, must get this right. Must. Yeah, unless Andrew just pip pips him. Now, get Andrew's ready. got to play the game here. Yes. Because Andrew doesn't want to just chime in here and give Luke too much time to think about it. Oh, <laughs> This tact, the mental gymnastics that these two men are performing right here, right, right now, is absolutely at fever pitch. See, that's why you're one of the best in the business. You've built this up like I'm it excited. needs to be built up. All right, here we go. The Newcastle Knights playing which sporting... Luke! 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 Luke. Uh, NFL. What did you say? He said the NSL. NRL. No. No, it's wrong. I cannot. Hang on. That is extraordinary. Who? He said the NSL. I think NSL. He said NSL to begin with. So we have to take your first answer. I'm sorry, Luke. I'm sorry. Can we go? We might need to go to the third umpire here. Can you turn the answer around, Rod? Yes or no? Can you turn no. it around in 11 seconds? Well, hang on. We've got to give Andrew the chair. He, may... he doesn't even need to. Well, he does because he, you know... he doesn't need to. He's already won. Oh. Because Luke cannot get the question right. So even if no, Andrew gets it wrong, wrong That's Luke, correct. Andrew is one. That is true. Andrew three, Luke two. Apologies, Can we, Luke. Okay, Luke, just in case you don't believe it, we've gone to the third. Uh, checking for answer to question number seven. Roll tape, please. The Newcastle Knights playing which sporting... Luke! 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 Luke. Uh, NFL. Oh, there it is. It is definitely Luke. Is? You definitely said NSL, my friend. Yes. Unfortunately, we cannot accept mm. the fact that you realised it was the NRL yes. immediately. The answer was NSL. It is a it's a crushing mistake mm. that you've made. Uh, our condolences go to you and your family, my friend. But Andrew, well played. Andrew, uh, the entire suburb of Haddon is just going. Ape droppings now. The lights are flashing like they were wind screen wipers are on. It's, it's incredible. Big Andrew cut out That's heads. It. You know, that people are waving it. them around. It's incredible. Yep. So right congratulations, on. Andrew. But hang on. You've picked up the prizes, the Brick Lane Blurring Voucher, the Signet Power Boost a power bank and the 18 holes of golf, that's all yours. You've got that locked up. But to go into the final with the grand, grand prize, you need to answer this question. Righto. Power play. Are you with me, Andrew? I'm with you. Okay, that wasn't the question. Right. I was just checking that you're still there. Here we go. Uh, power. What? Power play. Power play question. <laughs> Who is the most successful Australian Formula One driver having won three world titles? Um, Formula One. I'm going to need an answer. Uh, I got five seconds. Alan Jake. No. Oh, apologies. Gee, I thought you'd get that one. No. Jack Brabham. Is Jack the, Brabham's the correct, correct answer. answer. Hey, but chin up. Oh. You've picked up a, a magnificent prize. You are a wonderful contestant. Congratulations on SEN's most famous quiz, oh. the Run Home Quiz. Well done, Andrew. Picks up the Brickload Brewing Voucher, the Signet Boost Power Bank, 18 mm. holes of golf at Club Mandalay. Go to clubmandalay.com.au. Mm. Just absolutely staggering stuff. Well done, you're on the run. You've made some significant improvements to that quiz with I the did. help of a you know, little mate who's just chipped in from the side. Unwelcomed right. at times, but mm. uh, 
no, I, think no, we've, no. I think we've made uh, together. We've we've made Ad- that a better quiz. Advice at the right times. <laughs> it's when you're jumping over the top of me oh, you and you're just not fucking... letting me get my groove on. You know, <laughs> got to get my groove on when it comes to the quiz. You and getting your groove today. On. The groove on. It was a very good quiz. A very very good quiz. I can only imagine. Mm. So last week. Yep. There was a mixed reaction off the 40 Wings temper oh, text. I hope that people... I are. would think right now there is nothing but complete support. Well, we'll find quiz. out. No, I would think complete mm. support. You're right. No doubt about that. Mm. Hey, we're waiting for JJ, who uh, is going to tell us what the uh, what the markets look like at Sportsbet uh, before we get to the break. Mm. So I want to run one by, and I'm not sure how many people have seen this, but I showed you a bit of vision mm. before we come in here today. And it's going to have no impact on the AFLW finals, which commence this weekend. Mm. But in the last game of the year, Port Adelaide v Essendon, Maria Maloney, ex-Brisbane Lion, tackled uh, Lily Rose Williamson, and it was it was a it was a, an interesting, unconventional tackle that saw the young Essendon player uh, in enormous distress after it. Now, apparently, mm. she's okay, which is which is great news. But Maria Maloney's copped two weeks for it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, I appreciate you won't know what we're talking we about. We can describe it. So uh, the Essendon player Williamson goes to fend off Maria Maloney, mm-hmm. who is kind of losing her balance as she tackles. And the only part of uh, Williamson's body she can tackle is her arm because Williamson has got ball tucked under one arm and arm fend off with the other. So Maloney grabs Williamson by the arm and the kind of natural momentum sees her sort of lasso her across her that's, body a bit. That's a good way to and, describe it. And so Williamson doesn't want to let go of the footy. She loses her balance, mm-hmm. and as a result of the tackle, which is a strong, fierce tackle on the one arm, a really strong grip it was. on it, Williamson hits her head on the ground. Mm. Now, she's clearly injured, and our thoughts immediately go to the injured mm. player. I've watched it ten times, I reckon. Mm. She's got two weeks of this, Maria Maloney. I'll mm. be absolutely staggered if they don't challenge this Port Adelaide. Now, I had a slightly different view. You had a very different view. I did. I, I thought it was there was a slinging action, the arm, there was a potential. It was like a chicken wing. If you were looking at the potential, it's like a chicken wing situation. Well, it wasn't throwing, like a chicken wing well, it tackle. Is, the consequences are similar so in that you you've got your arm mm-hmm. and you can throw, when you're just throwing someone from their arm to the ground. But this what? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, no. it's, and they're holding the ball. Now, you could say, well, just drop the ball and protect. They, they can't protect themselves. Try and kick it. And she's hit it. There's been an, a, uh, an unfortunate accident happened. Yep. That is the reality, Andy, when we're in a business of trying to protect people and a tackle. We understand that accidents happen, but that tackle lends itself to something that I think has the potential to be dangerous. It's about the I know the intent wasn't there. I don't for a second think she was intentionally trying to hurt her opponent. So don't get me wrong, but given the, 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 what we've seen and what we're trying to do and protect um, people's health, correct? then I think these types of tackles need to be taken the, out of the When game. you say these types of tackles, it's about the only type of tackle of its type that I've just about ever seen. That's I've right. hardly ever seen a tackle of this type before. So it's not like uh, a chicken wing or an arm pinned and a driving motion or any of that which you see on a regular mm. basis. Mm. This was a very unusual, unusual act. The fend off, the grab, the momentum, mm. the ball under the other arm, the head. Yeah. This is another, in my opinion, classic example mm. of the outcome yep. determining the penalty. I, if, I, if, I, if, the, if this Essendon player, mm. if, if Williamson isn't injured, mm. nothing to see here. 
I am oh. I am one hundred percent convinced of probably. that. Probably you're probably right on that call. But I think Andy, it's a tackle that we don't want to see well, well, in the game. Well, it's so unusual. I, but but I, I don't think it was a dangerous tackle. I don't oh, think it was a dangerous no, tackle. It was a dangerous well, I tackle. I don't think it was. But she's mm. got two weeks, and we'll wait and see. And it is one of those ones that will divide opinion. And it seems to have done. And mm. clearly, it will continue to do. It's seventeen.